welcome to the Bookies Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bookies Podcast. I know it's been a while since I post anything about it. And excuse for the background noise, I am currently recording in my home in the morning. Yes, you know it. Usually I do it in middle of the night when I can't sleep, but today I make it different because it's August and it's my birthday month and I decided to post something new which is I'm not gonna do a pep talk but I am going to read one of my book review in my blog so if you don't know yet I have a blog that I used to review the books that I've read mostly the book that I'm currently reading and in a different kind of concept but this one today I will read to you um, just a normal one a book review so if you haven't really go to my book blog just go it you can read it in my dechenwrites2.blogspot.com it's d-e-e-c-h-e-n writes2 writes with s to double o dot blogspot.com so today i'm going to read you one of my review which is king of scars book review this is review number 26 so if you know about my blog i made a lot of series in this blog but if you go to book review it's just the normal book review but sometimes i have another series like i compare it with the other two I read hype books that I called so I read hype books and I will decide it is it worth the hype or not something like that but yeah that's that's a lot of series so if you really curious you can go on and read them in dichenwrites2.blogspot.com so without further ado let's read it king of scars book review quotes fear is phoenix You can watch it burn a thousand times and still it will return. Zoya Nazia Lansky. That's a quote. I always open the blog with my favorite quote of the book. Hello everyone, welcome back to another book review and welcome to August. Yes, if you notice, I haven't posted any review in the first week of this month because it's my birthday month. So I decided to lay low a bit and enjoy it. Anyway. I decided this month to celebrate it with reading books that I've been wanting to read in my shelf that I categorize it as hot books in my TBR. So this would be the first post for the starter of the most anticipated read months to celebrate my birthday month and I present you. The King of Scars by Lee Bardugo. Let's dive in. Synopsis. Three years after what happened between Alina and Darkling in the fall, Nikolai continued to ruling Ravka in the age of war with Frejan. Also, with geographically in between Frejan and Sully, Ravka always in the danger of war. Having lots of debt to Kurtz, Nikolai, and Ravkan, also in the middle of the age of war between Kurtz and Novgizem. Keeping balance between each country with Ravka in the center of all, not only hard enough, Ravka is low in money but need a lot in order to provide their innovation for war against 
fragile, but also has to build a submarine for Kurds who want to bomb the Novizem in secret. But Rafka need Novizem support in order win the war against because Novizem supplies Judah, the one-off ingredient that creates Judah Parem, the addictive drug that Frejan used to control Grisha. Not only matter of the political issues, Nikolai, who is a bastard, his identity got issues as a gossip around Ravka, and some of them asked him to step down from the throne. He also has no son to take his throne in case of something happened to him, above of that, the demon inside him suddenly pop up taking his consciousness and run away from the palace. And Nikolai has to keep this monster at bay and also to find the solution for these two in the middle of other problem that he has as the king of Ravka. In other hand, we also find Nina's adventure in the heart of Ravka enemy, Freja. Disguised as a widow woman undercover to help the lost Grisha and Freja to going back to Ravka and also discover her own new power after that one dose of little Judah power. My review. I got to say this book is one of the most anticipated read since like year ago it published. As always, I don't know anything about it because I never read synopsis before since I counted it as a spoiler. But I know it's about Nikolai and I love him a lot since his appearance in the second book of Shadow and Bone series. So in conclusion, you might already know that I'm so hyped for this book. But this book made me question for what is this book all about at the time I continue to read until the middle of the book. It just took the reader into another genre of the book. At first part of the book, I see that Nikolai is in such a political crisis in here as a Rafkan king who in the middle of war with Frejan asking Suli to help for Rafka in case Frejan marched to Rafka for war but also of course the negotiation is not that easy. Being in the middle of Kurtz and Zemini is not easy either. Ravka own Kurtz a lot of money, but Ravka needs Zemini for farm supplies so they can find antidote for Judah Parum that Freja used to control Grisha. In other hand, Nina Zenik is in Freja, bringing Matthias Betty, trying to find suitable place to bury him while constantly having conversation with him in her mind. Her new power that enabled her to talk to the dead lead her to the case in a town that has a warehouse full of girls that has been lost or claimed to go to the capital city turn out being those with drug like like Jurdaparam but less lethal but still addicting. I was told this book about the two of them, Nina and Nikolai. I was expecting a lot of interaction between them but in the end they just has two separate adventures. Also, I don't know that Zoya has this kind of sad story in her life. She was just annoying girl at first of Shadow and Bone trilogy. Although in the end, I sense that she will be appear again in King of Scars because of the special relationship within her with Nikolai. Speaking of that, I knew that this would be about Nina and Nikolai since they got this kind of the way he look at her kind of scene in the Six of Cross duology but in this book they both has a different adventure while Zoya is kind of Nikolai's right hand I see the tension between them two so 
is it gonna be a love triangle kind of thing? I guess we'll see by the end of this duology. My verdict? It's an ooh yeah for me. Please go to my rating system here if you don't get what that means. I like the adventure, the tension between its country and Nikolai's team in the palace, but Nina's adventure is a bit bland to me. But the plot twist in the middle of the book really took me by surprise. And by the end of the book, I was like, what? No! Kind of feeling, surely need the second book right away after finish it. Good for me, I never start series if I don't have them complete in my shell. Read also, Lord of Shadow book review. And that's the wrap up of my self reading my book. A review of King of Shadows in my blog. So I don't know if you like this kind of content, but if you like it, I might be going to do it again next time soon. But I hope this noise behind doesn't really bothers you. But I hope you enjoy it. Next sections, book nerd updates. Okay, for today's update, I really want to talk about new release that I've been wanting and waiting a lot this year. I don't know, this is the first book that I personally really want to have to pre-order the books. If you know me, I never pre-order a book because what's the point? I will have to wait until this series finish before I start reading them so usually I will start collecting them when the last book is released that's when I can start reading them so what's the point of pre-ordering them but anyway I did it and I bought it and that is The Empire of Vampire by J. Kristoff ah, I don't know Um. so this is a disclaimer a lot of people don't like him this year lately because of what he has done or whatever they call it in his book they said he's racist and exploiting woman in woman character they said um yeah a lot of things a lot of people cancel him i mean there are others guys you can't expect them to be a god they're not perfect they make mistakes but anyway i've read nevernight series so the one that really made people angry was adonai character the sorcerers in nevernight so if you haven't read the nevernight series i won't spoil you the plot but to be honest he said this character has pale skin and has a sadistic character because they like to torture the sister like to control your flesh so kind of torture to person and Adonai the brother is blood control the blood so they call them sadistic and I read some people talk about some albinos people I can't say it's albinos because some people that are albinos get offended by it because of the appearance of Adonai is kind of like that and they got offended because they are actually an albino I don't know how the right term of albino if albino term is insulting I'm sorry but some of albino friends said they're offended because albino are not you know sadistic person but about this 
I can't say for albino friends, but I can tell you when I read a character's descriptions of their appearance, I don't right away judge by its race. Oh, this one is black, so this might be a Nigerian. Or this one has a moon-shaped eye, so this one must be Chinese or something. I don't see that. It's go also with Adonai. I don't see it as albino. Even though they call it albino, the character doesn't describe whole universe in real person, in real race characteristic. If this person is albino in the book and is sadistic, not all albino in the world is sadistic. Sadistic is not about race or appearance. It can be everybody. You can look fine in the outside, but you are you know, psycho in the inside. So I don't think that every character that others write can really decide every race as, uh, what they said, representations. So yeah, I don't see that. And if they said that Jay Kristoff is exploiting the girls a lot for such a young age, guys, it's a new adult book. It's not for younger readers. Of course, they have to be. Oh, that's plain flying. So sorry. Maybe it's not really want me to say anything about it. <laughs> But anyway, well, it's up to the author how the characters are gonna be. It doesn't mean that in the real world every girl has to be like that. So just chill. It's a book. It takes you to adventure, so why make it so personal? Because it's not personal, it's just a book to read, to take you to adventure. That's what I thought. And if everyone cancel him, I don't see why people are have to do that. Because, back again, I judge the book by its story, not by the other's private life. When a lot of people hate J.K. Rowling about what she said, I honestly don't really care about what she said, actually. I still read her book. I even haven't read the Harry Potter series, the first three one, if you know me already. But I don't judge the Harry Potter by its art. I mean, you don't want to be judged for who you are by who your parents are, right? For example, if your parents, like, kill people, it doesn't mean you are so a killer. Maybe he did it because he had um, mental issues, or maybe he did it because it was for self-defense issues thing. So that's a lot of reason why people do that, and you cannot judge them by what they did because back again, every man is just a man. They are not God, so they made mistakes. If they made mistakes, and that's the problem for you, it's okay for you not to support them. Just don't tell anybody to do that i mean like i see it a lot of things that happen lately that everyone to want to support biopic other people of color others and by the but by promoting them they also canceling a lot of white others i mean like if you want to support support this asian author this black authors and don't read these others books this book and this other's book all the others that i've mentioned are white people and just because white people kind of have the image of supremacy race doesn't mean they cannot be treated like a racist person too so by canceling a lot of white other you also being racist for white people in my own opinion so yeah 
Back again, I don't care about political issues or marketing style. What that, whatever the publishing house try to make by issuing one other to make a bad side of it to support the other that are releasing or something. I don't care. I read book that I want to read. I read because I want to adventure in it, not because the private life of the other made it. So I don't really care about private lives because back again, human are just human. They can make mistakes. And if you want some perfect one, go read Bible. <laughs> I like read Bible. It's not, that's not dissing anyone, disclaimer. Go read Bible and read Jesus or read your, you know, what I call it, any religious books for you, if that suits you. So, yeah. But anyway, um, apart from that cancelling issues, I'm really excited for this Empire of Vampire because I watch a lot of his interview. I usually don't watch any interviews because I know it's gonna be a spoiler. But so far, he's pretty good at avoiding it. And I watch and listen about how he created this book. It took decades, more longer than Nevernight. And how he created the map took months, more longer than Nevernight that he created just in one week, if I'm not mistaken. So he put a lot of effort in it. Personally, he's also a kind of person. If you mention it in Instagram, he took times to reply you, even if just a love, you know, sent love to your message in DMs. But so far, he replied a lot of my mention to him. And I can't really wait because it's releasing next month. Oh my god, I can't wait for this book to be ripe in my hand. I know I can't read it. I'm just hype, okay? So yeah, that's my update. I'm so hyped for Empire of Vampire. Even though I can't really read it, probably gonna start reading it three years from now if J. Christoph released its book regularly <laughs> each year. So yeah. But anyway, tell me about what the most anticipated release for you. Maybe DM me in my Instagram at D-E-E-C-H-E-N-Reads with S. Or you can leave a comment in my blog at dchenwrites2.blogspot.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry for late, late, late post. But I'm happy this is my birthday month. So... I guess I have to go back with this talking about bugs because I'm so high. That's it guys. Thank you for tuning until the end. I appreciate every second of it. I will see you soon in the next episode. Thank you. Goodbye.